Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. If you like our podcast, I'd encourage you to check out our website, familybiblejourney.com. That's familybiblejourney, all lowercases, no spaces, dot com, where you can find links to our social, support the ministry, or find other resources, especially if you're journaling with us through the Bible. Thanks for listening. This is episode 18, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey New Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 to 21. The title of today's podcast is I Desire Mercy. And our key verses for today are chapter 12, verses 7 to 9, where we read, Jesus said, If you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would have not condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. This is the word of the Lord. And so the beginning part of this chapter, we see Jesus and the Pharisees squaring off over rules about the Sabbath. And the Pharisees of Jesus' time, they were oftentimes lawyers. They were literalists. They viewed the law as hard and fast, fixed statements of God of things that you could and could not do. And they would judge everyone according to their interpretation and their application of that law. And one of the hard and fast areas was this idea of the Sabbath. We all know that in the Ten Commandments, God said, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And so the Pharisees had a whole set, a whole host of rules just about the Sabbath. What constituted work? What didn't constitute work? There have been debates over certain laws about the Sabbath that Jewish scribes and leaders have had. They've debated these laws, the Jewish rabbis, many of them, for decades, spending entire decades arguing about whether or not it's work to pick up a napkin or not pick up a napkin on the Sabbath. And there was one time I was in Israel with a tour group and we were waiting after a long day of touring of getting into a kibbutz. We were staying at a Jewish kibbutz. It was a community that tends to be a little bit more conservative end and they take the Sabbath laws very seriously. And our bus got there about 20 minutes before sundown, which was the official end of the Sabbath day. And I can remember sitting there in the bus looking at the security guard who was sitting in the booth reading a book, refusing to push the button to open up the gate to let us in so that we could unpack our things before dinner because that was their interpretation of the Sabbath. In in his world view, reading a book was not work, but pushing the button to open a gate was work. How that makes sense, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But this is the sort of stuff the Pharisees got all sorts of worked up about. And we can still see some of these tendencies that work in communities, not just Jewish communities, but in all communities. Because in every community, there are those people who tend to be very hard and fast about their interpretation of rules. And there are those who tend to push the boundaries. Some people view all human rules like gravity, a statute that shall not and cannot be violated under any circumstances. Others look at the rules more like recommendations. You know, we would refer to those people maybe as mavericks if we are kind to in our description of them. And, and honestly, I tend to be more among the recommendation crowd than the hard and fast crowd when it comes to rules. And I have, on many occasions, paid the price and dealt with very real consequences for not taking the rules of the people around me as seriously as they took those rules. And they just didn't like that. And that caused some stress in my life. This conversation about what it is that is most important. The Pharisees viewed their laws and their interpretations of the law as God's law. But Jesus didn't play by their rules. That's where the rub was. That's why there was such conflict between Jesus and the Pharisees. Many of these Pharisees 
were lawyers, and they took it upon themselves not only to make the laws, but also to administer, judge, and enforce the laws. And if you didn't play by their laws, they viewed themselves in a way that you weren't violating their laws, you were violating God's laws. At any time that we as human beings put ourselves over and above others or try to judge others by our standards, we are inevitably going to run into the trap of the Pharisees. Because it is our human nature when we are the ones who are breaking the rules to diminish them. And it is our human nature when it is other people who are breaking the laws to really punish people who break the laws that we think are the important ones. Meanwhile, ourselves having no problem breaking the laws that we view as less important, which may be the ones that other people view as important. And this is the problem, right? That is where we go round and round and round and conflict grows and blows up and we have hurt feelings, and broken relationships, and Jesus just isn't going to play their game. What the Pharisees didn't realize is that they had actually made a God of their own laws. And by making a God of their own laws, they were trying to make a God of themselves. They were the ones who wanted to be the ones who got to decide on God's behalf who was in, who was out, who was right, who was wrong. And no one deserves to sit on that seat. You know, there are a lot of people who love to judge others or condemn others or posit that they know the motivations of other people and condemn them for doing either the wrong thing or for doing things for the wrong reasons. And any time that any of us puts ourselves in that seat, we're actually trying to sit in a seat that's way bigger than our bottoms because that is a place reserved only for God. And we then become a part of the problem. Jesus is going to really test and put these Pharisees to the test by doing what he is allowed to do and actually what he is called to do. Jesus is going to do what Jesus does. He's going to allow his disciples who are hungry to pluck grains on the edge of the field on the Sabbath day. Oh, shame on him. And then when a man comes in with a withered hand or a crippled hand, he's going to heal him. Not only is he going to heal him on the Sabbath, he's going to heal him in the synagogue on the Sabbath. Oh my goodness. And this just put the Pharisees over the limit. They did not understand the basic concept of mercy, which is the whole reason why Jesus came from heaven to earth that he would, by his life, death, and resurrection, lift up those who did not deserve heaven to heaven by taking the punishment and the sins that he didn't deserve upon himself. And the fact that Jesus was showing this man mercy, showing his disciples mercy by trampling over the rules that the Pharisees had tried to make God is really what this passage is all about. And when Jesus says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, this is the second time now in Matthew's gospel that he has quoted that particular passage against the Pharisees. And if you want to find it in the Old Testament, you look for it in Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. Because that is the heart of God. We've talked about that in earlier podcasts, the heart of God, and the idea that God is a God of love and a God of mercy, a God of grace and forgiveness. That is the very heart and the characteristic of God. And so we, as God's people, thank him and we praise him that when he looks at us, he judges us not according to the law, but according to the depth of his love for us. That is the hope that we have of everlasting life. That is the peace that we can know in our souls because even though we're never going to measure up, God by his grace blesses us and loves us unconditionally, which is completely unlike any sort of love that any of us is ever going to experience on this side of eternity. And honestly, it doesn't make any sense. But we shouldn't expect it to make sense, should we? We shouldn't expect God to make sense to us because the reality is his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. And anytime that we try to reduce God to our reasoning, our understanding, our rules 
the way that we want to make other people operate. We then run the risk of falling into the trap of the Pharisees by making a God of our own creation and our rules in trying to judge other people as God, even though that is not our place in life. And so we take this passage to heart that Jesus says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Asking him, pleading with him, begging with him to give us his spirit, to look at others with mercy and grace instead of condemnation and judgment, to show others the depth of his love by having mercy on them, recognizing that when we do that, we are actually being like Christ and we are showing people Christ's love. The same love that is the hope that we have and the same love that gives every human interaction new meaning and an eternal dimension because of the grace of God that is at work in us. And so we're going to leave Jesus and the Pharisees here in Matthew chapter 12 with our blessing. If this podcast is a blessing to you and you would like to make a financial investment in our ministry, go to the website familybiblejourney.com where you can make a one-time contribution or even better yet, become one of our monthly sponsors. I receive zero compensation from this podcast because it is 100% a labor of love for you. 90% of your donation goes to our cause and 10% a tithe to other ministries we support. All contributions are tax deductible. And as always, thank you for your investment and thanks for listening. Our blessing for today. When you are bruised or broken, know that Christ comes to comfort and heal you. Amen.